everybody. I'm Jimmy Deep. I'm Brad Churchwell. And I'm Farhan Galani. disagree with the term mansplaining or whatever and i think it's just because people don't i everyone's just offended by everything it is true <laughs> what about manscaping Ooh, very Ooh, important a, yeah that's very close especially very in the topic. zach region very if they want to have it licked different by a dog with peanut i haven't butter. been paid by manscape <laughs> 2.0 but that machine is dope what Which manscape 2.0 the one that's all over youtube and instagram yeah uh, a year and a half ago it's so little, but it's the same shape. Is it like a Roomba? No, nah, it's like, cr- yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you lay on your back? I don't know, but now it's recorded. Happiness. To happiness? Ching. To happiness. Ching, ching. Why do people cheers. cheers? Because of happiness. Like, honestly, like, does somebody, do you actually think about it and go, oh, I'm cheersing, which means I need to think of actually bringing somebody goodwill and Celebrate. good thoughts. Like, what's the actual point? Like, I know back in the day, it used to be you would cheers, and you would cheers to spill the liquid into each other's cups so you know you weren't trying to poison somebody. But why do we what? do it in the 21st That's what it's century? For? Yeah. So what about pouring it for the homies? Yeah. Wasn't like, it kind of like, you know, uh, taking today, a moment to sort of acknowledge that here. you're gathered together? It is believed that clinking glasses was w- done during toasts because sound helped to please all five senses, completing the drinking experience. That's why they moan. Mm. Toasting is thought to come from sacrificial libations <laughs> in which a sacred liquid, blood or wine, was offered to the gods in exchange for a wish so for there a you prayer have it. for health. Right, but now nowadays we live in such now a it's desensitized like, culture. Like we don't do it for that reason. You cheers because why? I think to acknowledge the you know a, a moment where you gather together and share a drink. But do you think people actually think like that? No, I don't. I kind of hey yeah, cheers not, man, good to see you. Tradition. You know, you ever yeah. like when somebody you haven't seen for a while and you have a drink? Yeah, yeah cheers man, good to see you. Yes. Yeah. I guess it could like you're choosing to have, and you don't want to yeah. drink by yourself. Oh, I drink by myself all the time. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if you're with people, I'm you're not going to be like... Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't be all drink. sipping out of sink. Yeah. Right? Right. It's true. Sometimes when times are tough, you're like... <laughs> so is this on record right now? Or are we just, like, talking about what we should be talking about? Are we talking about anything? I, I, Jimmy does this thing well, this where he just, he just oh. starts recording, and that's kind of how all of a sudden somebody at some point goes, so when are we starting? And then it's... Hmm. Oh, we're already He's recording. He's like, gotcha. So oh, we fall so for it I every time. I should not have told any about uh, anybody about that issue I'm having downstairs. Yeah. Is that on record? <laughs> yeah. We missed yes. that part. <laughs> yeah. But you can repeat it if you would like. <laughs> well, I have a basement full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. Oh, with downstairs. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh-huh. Now gotcha. I know what I'm dealing you have a with fun here. Guy down yes. there. <laughs> yeah, a little fun guy. <laughs> so this is why we brought on carlin travis today for this kind of thing i should have been born a man maybe i don't know Uh, i don't know why is that i don't know i think i I think i think like man no do you sometimes you'd be oh that brings up a that brings up (laughs) do you think are you a man if you think like a man or are you a gender because of are we even allowed to talk about that nowadays without sure. going to prison? I know, right? For now. But for uh-huh. just a question. Why are you talking about transvestites? Yeah, and just everything in general with like... Are they called transgender Transgender. 
and all the different pronouns that one has to use to mm. signify somebody's do you feel that you do you feel that you are a man no i i i feel like i'm female with some female pets and i have female feelings <laughs> no. she just Is that your she thinks like a man yeah oh, you think like a man sometimes What's yeah what's a man think like I don't know, maybe just uh, not uh, more primitive where women, it's like I, I read on this Oprah thing once that men read in headlines and women read in the fine print. So like, for example, man divorces wife. That's how men see it. But then women go, they don't, they read the headline, but then they say, well, what's happening with the kids? What's happening with the house? You know, and they read all the fine points in between where mm. men don't get into the nitty gritty of it, but so women I do. I get into that so, for sure. So you're saying, the headline. you're saying we're right. simple? Is that what you're saying? Not simple. Yeah, simple. So are you... Are Dumb. You... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> are you reading the headlines? I, I'm a... It depends on the subject. Because in my opinion, you're definitely all about the fine print. Because you have a lot of opinions. Yes, I do. <laughs> so they're like, What'd you call like, me? What'd you so call why'd me? You, why do you think you're like, you think like a man? That's a good. I don't. Know. I I think I you meant. Brothers. I think because, because you're kind of off the cuff, a little vulgar. Yeah. A little less um, concerned about. Yeah. That I Her, guess. I'm not. Yeah. Where I th don't you think like, and maybe it's also part of the idea of um, like becoming a mother because you guys all are married and have kids and stuff. So, like that would change a woman. Have kids, yes. Married. Have kids, yeah. Yeah. And so that going through that hormonal change for women, that changes. So maybe even not having been through that hormonal change or that emotional journey of experience of having kids kind of keeps my brain a little bit more primitive in the idea that I haven't developed those, that oxytocin of caringness that a woman know. has. Well, if the mother's healthy, they, they develop I the oxytocin. Is that true? I, I don't know. I think so. I think I your priorities change, change but I don't think it chemically changes you to be a different person. Do you know in, what I mean? In time, yeah. as a mother, she might feel the need to nurture. Well, yeah, a woman I think that comes. Need to nurture. I think that comes with having children, having to raise that child or children. But is that you're but saying? It's, it's not necessarily a chemical yeah, change. Exactly. I I don't know if it's like oh you're gonna give birth and then all of a sudden you you you. You change, or even as a father, you change. But as you progress and you get older, there yeah, is that, that that the mother instinct comes in, and the nurturing factor kicks in. But there's also other things where when you get older, I don't like loud music anymore. Yeah, but you're a fuck. <laughs> so my. Did you used to like loud music? Get off my oh, lawn, yeah. you kids! Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you wouldn't even believe what bothers me right now. So. Like everything? Is it or is it quarantine? No, driven? no, no. So like over the summer, there's these kids that come through my house, right? Like, okay, I want to finish off this first story. First, I got a subwoofer in one of my cars. It used to sound awesome. Which car? Uh, the Acura. Nice. Used to be. Not I the used to turn it up. I turn. I used to turn it up all the time. No, not that one. Probably and, still has a sweet. And you're always like. Yeah, this is dope. And then it's like booming away. I've my my buddy unplugged it after he um because I didn't have the fuse on right or whatever. Yeah. I don't even care for it. It's still in the car. It doesn't work. It's not even plugged in. I'm about to rip it out. Can't stand loud music anymore. But you're also somebody that requested earmuffs to blow your leaves. Okay, first off, that's gonna <laughs> blow my eardrum. That's a safety precaution. If I don't <laughs> have it. <laughs> 
And this is what's bothering me when I get old. Usually 55 year olds. So I got a driveway that borders an alley. And these kids like leave school at about three something always cuts through my lawn. They come up the alley. And they How cut through my lawn. Like They're like age. grade three, <laughs> okay, so grade four, maybe right. elementary kids. They cut through my lawn. Too young I'm to like, beat up. Caro is a little too young. young to beat too up. Too young to go and strangle. Yeah. Right? So I'm watching my cameras, and I, I know about the time. <laughs> my son. Come through. <laughs> I feel like my son's bullying, you know, bullying I, Jimmy. I, <laughs> so listen, so I, so I see this these kids one day, and I'm like, yo. You can't cut through here. I got fertilizer on here. And it's, gonna be toxic. it's a slow release fertilizer it's, that you're fucking it's, up. It's chemical and, you, and you're going to get like, sick from fuck it. Fuck you, Jimmy. Okay. So it's like, you're going to get sick from it. And they're like, oh, okay, no problem. No problem. So they stopped it for a little bit and then they started doing it again. So then the last time I had to rebuild my fence, I put a gate up so nobody can walk through there now. But the reason why don't you why... put an electric fence in, <laughs> like they do with horses? I was like, "What kind of booby traps can I set for these kids?" Ew. And then I was like, "Oh shit, I don't want to go to jail." See, but... and I would say though, as a female, if it was a high school kid walking through my lawn and messing up my lawn and fucking up my grass and my garden, then I'd be compelled to like get a slingshot or like a BB gun or something. But if it's a smaller kid, you're like, "Oh, they're dumb and they don't know anything." Then it's guns, oh, of course. <laughs> right? So then that's why I said, "Listen, you can't do that." But this was also, they did it during winter. And you know how when you get snow on your yard and you're blowing snow, you're shoveling snow, it's all nice. And Never heard of the word snow. Never seen it. It's all nice <laughs> and pristine, you know, nice, mm-hmm. smooth layer. I don't like it when there's footsteps in there. Wow, that's a... Makes my front yard look <laughs> fucked up. I guess rabbits are fucking in for These are called, fucking uh, first trouble. World problems. What community do you live in? Collingwood. Collingwood. Look right. for a red Ferrari. <laughs> How to annoy your broker owner. <laughs> Find red Ferrari, leave footsteps in snow on front lawn. And don't talk I'll loud. I'll catch you. <laughs> and it's, Jimmy doesn't like loud it's, noises. It's yeah, and be quiet about it. acting. The, the writing? Yeah. <laughs> she's not actually writing this she down. She's paragraph. just no, I said, I she's said like, don't talk loud to she's Jimmy. Just Jimmy it. lives in Collingwood. And, um, <laughs> anyway. Collingwood's a big area, so good luck finding me. Okay. I wonder how long that, how long do you think that would take for mm-hmm. me? Well, he lives, he said he lives beside an alley, so that narrows it down. I do you park indoors or outdoors? Every street. I have, a market, <laughs> I have a market for a red Ferrari for $40,000. What? Go find it. A red Ferrari for $40,000? I have a market for it. Go find Jimmy's Ferrari. Oh, and then you'll make forty. Mm. Why? He's saying if you steal Jimmy's Ferrari, he can oh. get rid of it. Good and, luck. It's parked behind a van in a garage. Locked down, batteries out. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Just so I know what kind of equipment. To More bring. fake notes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was my old man rant. Hey, but it's a good rant because going back to the original topic, which is the chemical Great. changes in somebody's body from mm. caring behavior to non-caring behavior. But women, they do release. Uh, they have more oxy. It was is it oxytocin. Yeah. yeah. Where men don't go, go through those chemical changes. So they give you mm-hmm. oxytocin to after induce labor. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's what it Maybe is. Maybe it's men's stress. Like, do you think the stress from like grinding your teeth from being angry at your kids changes your chemical balance? <laughs> no, I'm never <laughs> angry at. I think I think angry. it's perspective and priorities yeah. that change that alter your behavior. Hmm. I think so too. I don't think it's oxytocin. 
I could be wrong. Yeah. Cuz I was going to say is that are we case. mansplaining if we do that? Is that is that the term? If we're trying to no, you're wrong about women's bodies. It's actually See, but I don't I don't think <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the term mansplaining <laughs> is bull. It is. It's, you know, it's really annoying because it creates a scenario where at any time a woman could be like, don't you mansplain to me? And you're like, wow. That's the point of communication. I didn't know I said anything. (laughs) (laughs) Was I even talking? Yes. (laughs) I feel like that's what it's like. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of a sudden it's like, well, happy happy wife, happy life comes from a certain context and that's because well no i think that's just agree well that's just kind of like a statement though whether they're a wife or a friend or something if the other person is happy it makes a happy relationship but i think the idea of mansplaining should be actually celebrated what is mansplaining you might be one of the i kind of know what you're saying but let's let's define this Mansplaining. Why wouldn't women want to be have an explanation from a man? Because if women were smarter and men were smarter, because men the think different than women and women. Far in again. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> he focused on his sour gummy bows. <laughs> <laughs> you can. So, oh, gonna, that was going to be my next question. Does this thing work? No, or no, no. Oh, that doesn't oh. work. There you go. I'm like a pilot. It's my son's gaming headset. I feel <sighs> like a Britney Spears. She looks tough. Like so anyway, you were you were in the middle of woman splaining, man splaining. Oh yes. Well, no, but that, but don't you think as women get upset, men get upset, and so <clears throat> the idea would be to explain. And so if if someone's just explaining how they feel about something, mm. why does it have to be then? Determined I th- as I th- derogatory I agree. Or... I think it's a bullshit term because yeah. it's just often in most cases when someone claims they were being mansplained to, it's just right. it's somebody explaining Virtual, and virtue signaling. It's not gender saying? specific if somebody's condescending in the way that they explain because I think that's kind of where it comes from. It's mm-hmm. like meant to be like, oh, you're being condescending, explaining something to someone. But I think the that's the point sex? of being. No, but it's... I don't know. I think, isn't that just the point of being a human in the human experience? It's communication, trying to understand where that person's coming from and vice versa, whether you're male, female, or whether you prefer to be called zero here, whatever transgender terms and stuff there are nowadays. But so what I'd then be calling it, stop trying to zero explain things to me. <laughs> Well, of course, I would need someone to zero explain because I don't know what it feels like to identify as something mm-hmm. other than a female. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that's why I disagree with the term mansplaining or whatever. And I think it's just because people don't. I everyone's just offended by everything. It is true. <laughs> what about manscaping? Ooh, very Ooh, important. A yeah. lot. That's very close. Especially very in the sack region, very if they want to have it licked by a dog with peanut I haven't butter. been paid by Manscaped <laughs> 2.0, but that machine is dope. What, Which Manscaped one? 2.0? The one that's all over YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Uh-huh. A year and a half ago. It's it's a little, but it's the same shape. Is it like a Roomba? No, nah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you lay on your back and then just it just comes up but while you sleep. But it's while just the same thing yeah, as a, as a <laughs> beard, beard shaver. Mm-hmm. Beard shavers will cut you. I used a beard shaver for my this vaginal the, scaping. That's the whole thing. You <laughs> use a beard shaver? Yeah, it's a beard trimmer. 
but <laughs> but I I bought it from the men's no store. No filter for my my vaginal scaping. Yes. Have you cut yourself yet? No, because that's why that's why it's good to use because I have um very small pores and so I would always get ingrown hairs. So what's the difference with the manscape razor? Yeah, farhand. Do explain. It has a filter. I don't have a filter. <laughs> Interesting. Like a guard? <laughs> yeah. So what well, happens if your scrotum gets just so caught scrotum, in the teeth? Here's the main fucked. thing. Here's the main thing. Uh, this is the main thing that with the manscape is that little filter, which is the guard. Yeah. Doesn't allow your scrotum to get yeah. cut. Very medical. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Does it get close enough? But it some... gets perfectly close. You want to see? No. <laughs> is it close? Thin, Does it come with the ball thin... butter? No. Oh. Do you have it, thin sack product skin or it. thick sack skin? Thin. What's the definition? Well, because don't you gauge some that? men how do, have yeah, thin how do you and gauge some have what's thin and what's thick. Thin. Well, one would feel like the Hulk and then the other one would feel like but a slip and slide, like silky and smooth. I guess from a guy's perspective, well, they, a guys would know. I'm in between. Most them. guys. Guys should know you. Go, guys, I guess. I'm a, I'm a don't you guys watch porn? Can't Hulk. you see it? Can I'm a silky Hulk. How can a guy know that when the guys usually don't have other things to compare to hey man so check like, out my my yeah, sack check out my sack you know? feel it feel thick feel to it. you <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna disagree you're I'm in the gonna... locker room you're like yo bro can i feel your sack i would disagree when i when i <laughs> oh that's a pretty silky sack <laughs> shower yeah i can feel that it's silky hulk yeah but you don't know yeah but like but you don't know what? what reference that compared is. to what yeah compared to like so i've watched porn i agree with carlin okay. some of them are fucking you... raunchy and dirty and thick Gross. But you can't tell. Mine's silky and hulkish. But you can't tell. I feel like I can You think it has. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with normal. What about the senses? <laughs> like, Boring. can you can you can you look at it and and tell, or do you have to touch? That's it what and I tell? mean. Like, I, I feel like I feel like to tell? really wink, get a wink. gauge, you you like visually wouldn't be right. quite enough. I think so. And I mean, I guess this happens, guest is going to tell us what happens if it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> So coming from someone who's perhaps examined more than one pair, mm-hmm. is there a big difference from? I never really started paying attention to it until until recently. now. Yeah. Okay. So now, why recently? Huh? Why recently? Oh, because I'm in a relationship, and it's a topic of um, discussion that has come up between us. So you're in a relationship, and now you're discussing other, other men's, men's balls. balls? <laughs> Because don't tell me the other, don't tell me your significant other is the one that's asking you, hey, how does my balls feel compared to other men's so balls? The, the, the actual fact is, is that he had mentioned that he has thick sack oh. skin. What's his so, name? I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's, I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. And it depends. It's. I think you could. It's weather dependent also whether it's thick or thin. This is the first time I've thought about it. Honestly? If she's going to say that well, her man's got a thick sack, then the I would have to agree where mine's not feeling like that. So then it makes sense? No. Mine's still silky and hulkish. <laughs> we, we get it. You yeah. said it three times. Those are... <laughs> You're listening. 
I think that's in your Instagram bio, isn't it? You know, it's one of those things where you say it too many times, then you know for sure that it's probably not that. Right. It's probably very silky, that means. <laughs> I'm just going to take your word for it. <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, we've, we've uh, we figured out... Yeah, but I think that types of don't you think people listening to this conversation <laughs> might want to know these kinds of things. Sorry, pardon? People listening to this conversation would find it interesting to I know th- that, and then what perspective is? I would, well, I would guarantee that anybody, any guy listening to this, thought about it or gauged physically themselves, okay. like, oh yeah, okay, I guess mine is. But check this out. On the thicker sitting, side, if you're sitting in a sauna. Yeah. It's probably thin. Right? Because it's all stretched out. Stretched out and shit. Relaxed. Yeah. Now in the cold it's all contracted. Yeah, exactly. Then mm. it's not mm-hmm. so thin. Nordic spa has a cold sauna. <laughs> Aside from the Nordic Spa sauna, I think he made a good just point. had to point it out. <laughs> a Actually, steam room. changes. Yeah. It changes. A steam room. Um, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So how can you? You get it. But I think it isn't it like your your face skin, right? So my mm. skin during the winter, my face skin gets no, very dry, like, and I feel like, like I age five years ago. You definitely look like a bunch of balls during the winter. <laughs> Thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> your face definitely looks like your a face looks like the scrotum, scrotum skin. <laughs> like I read that on a card, a Valentine's Day card. So, your face looks. Like but I love you. Skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, anyway, so how about them bears? <laughs> the tell, us, bears. <clears throat> tell us a little bit about, you guys know each other. You and Farhan have known each other since Table elementary. tennis club. <laughs> oh, sorry. What I wasn't grade? supposed to say that right. I think seven. Of course. Doesn't the world have a weird way of doing what it does? Yeah, so now that this is recorded, can you guys get a table tennis table for the brokerage? We had one, mm-hmm. and Farn broke it. Weren't yep. you playing with me? I came in no. on Monday, and there was a picture of Farn holding half the table in his hand. <laughs> He's probably regressing back to his grade seven years, eight and nine years and when he lost <clears throat> to me. I whooped your ass every single time. No, you didn't. You guys were part of a table tennis club. Yeah, in the morning. You know, early. No. FG. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, you we were. Write this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this down in your book, too. Grade 7 to no. grade it was, 9. It was in the morning. It was in the morning. Yeah. I whooped her ass every no. time. And there wasn't a club. It was just people who liked to play who showed up early. Definition, a, definition of a club. Aspiring. Yeah. Uh, multiple people gathering at a certain time to do a certain activity mm-hmm. on a regular like, basis. On a regular basis, seems like a club. with matching with shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Annie Gale Grizzlies with with matching outfits. <laughs> nice girl. <laughs> you went to Annie Gale. Mm-hmm. You went to Annie Gale. Yes, uh-huh. in the deep knee. I didn't know that. <laughs> nice. So deep in the knee. <laughs> that's like elementary school way back when. It's junior high. Junior, junior high. high. Okay. Okay. I visited and then a weirdly, times. one day I walked into the office. I visited there a couple times. And I looked over and yeah. I was like, basketball game. Holy fuck, is that Carlin? 
<laughs> oh, here. Yeah, the office. No, I, so <clears throat> you came in and you talked yeah. to you, Paul. Are we going back to the very beginning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Paul. just when, uh, um, when I no, you came that in. Farhan was that. That was the same day. Did I come in with Paul that day? Yeah, I think so. And then I came in, and then I spoke with you, and then I left, right. and then you were still sitting with Paul, and then Farhan was like, "Yo." Is that Carlin? I was like, yep, that's her name. And then he's like, Carlin Travis? I was like, yep, that's her name. And he's like, what? I was like, yo, fucking then, shut the doors. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went in and said, her out, find a way, make sure she doesn't sign a contract. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went in and said hi. And that was like, what, three years ago? Yeah, 2018. So, but this is what's funny. I, I have a different recollection because I remember sitting in the front boardroom with you mm-hmm. and, um, whatever words were said, A, B, C, D, great. And then um, you said my business partner, Farhan. That may have happened. And I, I thought, <laughs> or I think I said Farhan Galani, because oh. how many Farhans do you know? So I know maybe, one. So then maybe I left and I said, hey, this girl know, says she knows you. That's the way you. I remember mm. it, yeah. I And then he asked like, me, did you tell who's her? that, Carlin? Did you tell her I yeah. was here? Yes. And then there's money. Do I owe her money? And then there's Farhan's version of the story where (laughs) he was like, So then Jimmy came up when I was wearing this really cool tracksuit. I got some glasses on. I was doing my TikTok. There's girls all over me. And then he came up to me and then he said, Hey, do you know that girl? I was like, Hell yeah, I do. That would probably be his story. So definitely. Jimmy's got a very different memory. <laughs> a lot of salt and no, pepper on that. I'm memory. saying that's yeah. how that's how Farn would have told the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. That makes sense. It's like, wait, Jimmy, let me beat these hoes off me. Yeah, is See, what but you then isn't that a good segue into the topic of how people remember things? Yeah, right? isn't that interesting? Because I remembered Selective it different memory, to what yes. you did, and then it's the idea of like the telephone or whatever they call it, Chinese whispers. Can you even say that nowadays without offending? I someone? think so. Just add with I all due respect so. in front of it. With yeah. all due we'll respect. Talk about respect. <laughs> Very true. Call but back. That's a good point, though, right? You, you kind of have to protect yourself in a way. Yeah, just say all due with all. With due all respect. due respect, the game of Chinese whispers. You know, when you sat in a circle as a kid, and then one person started off with a saying like, "I yeah. love green frogs." I honestly have never ever heard that. And then it's supposed to stay life. the yeah. same. Heard what? Around, Chinese and whispers. then by the time you get to the last person, you don't the hear last it often, person saying, it. "I thought it was just the, the so frog phone, was killed by Fred the frog, call. and Fred the frog's father was killed by Susie the frog." And then it's like that's not at all what yeah. it's always been telephone game yeah except carlin grew up in a different district <laughs> she grew up in <laughs> i like, grew up in the northeast she's like fucking chinese whispers <laughs> yeah. that's what it is isn't what it's called chinese whispers i don't think so. you uh, and your racist yeah. fellas hey well i'm like we don't I'm a little that. bit japanese so is that doesn't matter you're what you're a quarter my One mom's eighth. mom so my eighth. grandmother's father uh, is from Japan, and then they immigrated to Canada. Grandmother's father. What is that? One eighth or one quarter? I think it's an eighth. So an eighth. eighth. Quarter yeah. would be her daddy needs to. My be mom would quarter. be a quarter. Or... Yes. 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 Yeah, so I'm an eighth. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, we're a mixed. We're a mixed breed. Our whole family. I'm what you would call a mutt. Mm-hmm. I can relate. Mm-hmm. No purebred in this. But you know what all this is? F U N. I thought that was going somewhere else till the end came. My My spit came out. She's like, F you. I was like, what? And I was like, fucking nerd. 
That's what it stands for. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you guys, you guys lost touch then after high school yeah because he went to a cool high school and i you know he decided to upgrade from the northeast to a fancy high school they had they had a they had a much superior tennis table tennis club straight up i ran that shit yes i took those guys out did you Mm -hmm. for real well done what high school did you go to fowler Mm -hmm. right so you went to the northwest see wait where did you go uh, Pearson in the Northeast. Uh, I stuck the, the brand Northeast new school. The brand new school. I didn't think I was better than everyone else. Yeah, being you like, did. Because you went to a brand new school. I had to leave the hose behind. And it was a cool school. It definitely that was connected to the Leisure Center. Yes. <laughs> we had the first drive by school. I went to a hundred year old school. Excellent. When I was in grade 11 or 12. So mm. I went to a school that the windows were still original. What school did you go to? Crescent? Mm hmm. Mm. Mm. So, Carlin, why did you even want to get into real estate? Are we honestly asking that question? Uh-huh. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I like real estate. Why? why? Who doesn't love snooping through people's homes? Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, honestly, who doesn't? But you went from working on a cruise, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you left the cruise. Yes. Luckily, you weren't on there recently. You would have got caught for months on end and... They that would have been see. fun, though. That would have sucked. That would not be fun. No. Cruise for life. Yeah. Getting stuck have there Have you ever been COVID? in the, in the crew corridors on a cruise ship? Yeah. No. Being stuck in one of those rooms? God, no way. That would be, That's like jail. I think that would probably develop crazy mental illness. I would think so. Definitely. Cabin fever, right? Yeah. A different kind of cabin fever. You're stuck to there in a balcony yep. if you had one. Still vacation. Like, if you're in a guest room in a balcony, I mean, that'd be okay, I guess. I don't know. So were they know. stuck the whole time? I don't know. Yeah, I, I know th- some were. I think they were, yeah, some of them were, like, n- none of the countries would take them. So they were just cruising around. Yeah. And then they docked and they weren't allowed, they weren't allowed off. So no 13 meals a day? No, because they ran, started running out of food. And then they had to deliver food to them. Oh, that's right, too. That is right. Yeah. That would really suck. Just and, then, that would not and then they had to stay in the room awful. for like a crazy amount of time. And then they would rotate time to get on deck or something of sorts to get outside time. Sounds like prison. I don't know. I love cruises. Yeah, not, when it's not, when you're cruising. Yeah. Not mm, when you you're can do whatever you want. But you've never been on a cruise, right? Nope. No. So, oh, you haven't either? Holy fuck. Would but you I know want what to? those rooms No, not, like. not really. They're the um, best ever. No way. Yeah, I, that. What's your biggest fear about not wanting a, to go on a cruise? If you have a proper room. Why haven't you well, experienced it? A room in a I have room. an irrational fear of open water. It's like a suite. Like that. So is my wife. Like the idea of being stuck out on the ocean kind of. It's creepy, man. What's yeah. under there? Yeah. What's under the ship? Way bigger than yeah. the world. It swallowed the Titanic. So. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean. I'm all whenever I see like in a movie or on a on whatever like you have an on a show of phobia. I do, I do, uh, and uh, like deep sea fishing. Yeah, I'm always like a little uneasy, even watching it because I'm like, yeah, a lot of shit can go wrong. Yep, real fast. <laughs> it does go wrong real fast. Real fast. <laughs> yep. Do you uh, do you like flying? Yeah, I don't. I don't have that same 
hang up on bow flying. I've just never mm. thought of it um, that way. It's just being out. Because you can't see under you when you're flying. Yeah. I love anywhere I am where there's no reception. <clears throat> I get that. I love I love flying. Cruising. Mm. No flying. Get you. Like cruising Amazing. is. But there's no reception. International waters, like kind of untouchable. You like untouchable. That? Yeah. <laughs> Until the ship right. goes down. Yeah, but yeah. then I can fly. What? What? Uh, well, we'll talk about that next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I find that really interesting, though, that mm. you, both of you have never been on a cruise. I get motion sickness very easily. I was going to be, so you have an irrational fear of open waters, but yours is just... Motion sickness. Motion sickness. Mm-hmm. And I never even wanted to try because I didn't really want to pay... The only cruises that I would like want to go on are just as much as if I took a vacation somewhere. Yeah. Mm. So if I was always given the choice to go on the cruise or take a vacation, I would go on the vacation because I'd rather. The cruise is a vacation. No, I know, but I'd rather go on. On the cruise, on cruise the vacation you know you'll enjoy. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So Stay I went to Rome, Italy, Greece. So the only cruise that I might All on try cruise, three is weeks. the Mediterranean cruise, yeah, it was which amazing. goes between like mm. Greece and all those things, because that is probably one of the best ways to get around in that area. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but yep. um, I just never had the chance or the opportunity or even the reason to pay that much money to go on it. If somebody got married on a cruise, I'd be there for sure, hundred percent, because there's a reason for it. But I don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to find out that I had a shit ass. Yeah, time no, I was right. Motion sickness. This sucks. And then be like, oh shit, I was right. But there are perbe- It's day two. Yeah. But there yeah. get me off this thing. You before you even get on the cruise, there's a shot that you can take that lasts for seven days. Yeah, I'm afraid of putting to, uh, weird heroin? things in me. Yeah, <laughs> that deals with motion sickness. See, I'm afraid of getting putting things in me. Which Even the flu shot. Really? Well, I mean, it's just continuously getting shot with a dormant virus. Right. <clears throat> to build antibodies. Are you scared of bumblebees or wasps? No. no. I have an irrational fear of wasps. Do you? Yes. I got stung by one. What's Not your fun. irrational fear? I don't have one. What's your irrational fear, Farhan? Loneliness. I might have one, but it's not coming to me. Right. Like spiders? Like, you know how mm, some people like cool arachnid spiders. Fish. I don't like bugs. I kind of feel the same way about bears, to tell you the truth. Bears? Which is kind of a shame for where we live and the mountains bears? being right behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there, I had an incident. I, I wouldn't call it irrational. I had an incident that shaped that fear. Oh, okay. Well, then that that's a yeah. legitimate fear. Yeah. It's, it's not like a... I've and then never been my here. wife shares that fear as well. And it mm. stems from, yeah, so you years. You like a cuddly teddy bear. Well, thank you. Uh, t- <laughs> my wife's not scared of you. No, she's not. <laughs> I'm a little scared of her sometimes, but yeah, she's not scared of me. You hear that, Bridget? <laughs> she knows. No, when. I love Bridget, by the way. When. I loved her at the Christmas party. I could have just like taken her home. In a non-creepy manner. That's just Farhan and and Carlin banging shit throwing, around. Throwing, throwing sour around. suckers around. Yeah. Sour suckers. Cheers. That's what it says. I'm reading it. It says sour suckers sour on the suckers. label. Can you Read hear it. that? Canada. Read it. Canada. On Read the it. microphone? Canada. Yes. How annoying do you think that is? Very, Probably very. Very. Or do you think when they do like... on a like, scale of one to ten, it's like an eight at least. Do you think when they film porn... 
like for the sound effects. You oh, know, it's what they dubbed. Do in movies for sure. That they're like, oh, we'll just put a check with some gummy bears on a microphone. <laughs> 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 no, every time, but every time I've ever sounds. made one, it's never been like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's dubbed and also looped. You have to take a selfie right. there. You have to, right? Like, it's got to be looped. Right. Why wouldn't it be looped? An hour. What? Would be intensely boring. Right. Looped. Yeah. Looped. Looped or looped. Looped. So like over and over yeah. the sound. Yeah. No, not the sound. The video. No. Mm, Has to know. be different angles. No, man. Either that or else something has been planted guy. or something. No, but it's like a Hollywood film, you know, when, when yeah, yeah. they're climbing up the stairs where they, they, they go into a soundboard room Mm-mm. and then they do like a... Mm-mm. Yeah, I think so. And I think so some of them, I think the, the higher production sound. will probably have that. I think the higher production uses Viagra, well, yeah. but not loops. It probably loops some. No, man. How old are these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you they're hard. Those aren't just talking hard. about what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Those are like that. That actually might cause cancer. Talking about sour soothers. Yeah. Oh my god. When the box says sour suckers. Yeah. Oh yeah, my that's god. Hard. That's yeah. like, those are not supposed to be like that. Stop chewing in people's yeah, ears. Just right in my ear. There's like things. You know what? There should be. You know how people just love to make rules for everything. We should yeah. be the people who now start writing the rules for podcasts. So you are not allowed I to. I think somebody's already done that. We just really? don't follow any of them. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you're not allowed to bring food in. You're not allowed to because all. The I think they're called that recommendations. Would turn off from listening. Why yeah. would you not get food in here? Because people don't like to be chewed in their ear. Yeah, it's like sitting at a restaurant and someone doesn't chew with their mouth closed, and it's like unfiltered. Like that annoying sound. <laughs> this shit unfiltered. <laughs> yeah. We made that rule last week. That's yeah, but, pretty, but like people that. actually have a, a negative. What is it? I'm Not sorry. effects, but like they it's just like don't like a visceral reaction. I don't want to hear right. you chew. So here's the thing: turn the fucking podcast off. Oh, <laughs> oh that's bold. That's harsh. Mm-hmm. That's harsh. But you don't want that because then no one will pay for advertising, and then I won't be able to feed my family. <laughs> What kind of accent was that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, let's circle back. How did you get into real estate? Oh, that's an actual said, question. So that's a, I have a question. Is this podcast supposed to talk about real estate or just random things? No, just randomly yeah. because um, our guests are in such All realm interest. and so are we. It's just a question that I wanted to. Yeah, besides rummaging through people's homes, yeah. what other what other things drew you to it? You know what, like that feeling... When you get up in the morning, for if you've ever had like a normal or real job, and it's that dreaded, mm, yeah, I don't Sunday get night kind of want to go to work. I don't want to meet this person. I don't because uh, I did try working in an office once for ten months, and then I was fired because I just that. I wonder why. <laughs> All of that, so that's a whole other story in itself. But um, did you say something that you weren't supposed to say? Oh, yeah. Well, she's like, I talked pretty much. Literally, that is exactly it. I get it. Because I don't believe in I, I believe in respect, but I also don't believe in authority. So authority. When, people are trying, yeah, when someone's trying to because they have a title, when they're trying to pull their authority around mm-hmm. when it's like, but OK, that's fine. You're the boss. But no, I, I don't owe you my firstborn. And no, you're not allowed to speak to me or anybody in this office. But like if that. we needed that here, we need it. 
What? Authority? In what way? Firstborn. Oh, right. <laughs> That's in my contract, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay. So you know, Continue. the point being so you is hated, that you hated work. Yeah, and so real estate, it's you have to. I don't, I, I, I don't know. You guys might be able to vouch for this, but life isn't about choosing that one career and going forward, and then being happy and and living in this euphoric realm the whole life because you chose to do this right thing. So I think just as the nature of being a human being and being in existence is like constantly trying those things over Evolving. and over. Until you find that one thing where when you get up in the morning, it's not like, oh, I have to do seller reports or, oh, I have to call those clients and dread it. So do you think it's that cross correlation between trying things, but also finding a passion for all real estate? If you think about it, it really embodies all of the great things all the about. Yeah, because you're you're involved in marketing, you're your own boss, you get to work with new people, you mm -hmm. learn things from new people, you get to look at design. It's like mm -hmm. it embodies almost all of those functions of different job criteria all in one profession. So I think that's a really cool part of it. But the main reason I got into it is um, I one of my favorite things to do as a kid is go look at show homes with my mom. Like I loved looking at the design and like the feng shui of how people move through space and how one lives their life and it all happens under a roof. So it was a good transition. I worked for two home builders, Rebuilt and Jamin, uh, before transitioning into a realtor. But yeah, so it's just kind of one nice. of those cool, you know, Dude. and you call the shots, right? If I don't have to work with you know, asshole buyer B if, mm -hmm. if I don't want to. It's like, this guy's an asshole. He's going to be a pain in my ass. I don't have to work with him. So it's nice to be able to have that control as well. And I don't know, but you, you know what I'm saying, mm, yeah. right? Do you think that um, technology now has given more people the idea or ability or this like drive to not work for people anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like you get all these memes about being your own boss. You get, um, you get a bunch of now like an influence air quotes influencer is an actual job. Mm -hmm. Um, there, uh, nobody wants to wake up and hold mm -hmm. a job for 20 or 50 years. Now they kind of right. want to be self-employed. They want to call the shots. Is that changing? Is I think that's a good question our... for everybody at this table. Like to get everyone's different opinions. Yeah, just perspective throwing it out there. I, Should I we go know. clockwise? <laughs> How about we start with our guest? Start with you. <laughs> can I go last so I can be better than you guys when it comes to meditation? That's a great strategy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's how you got through school. Going last and yeah. using everybody else's ideas. Yeah. All you guys, I agree. I agree with Bob. Joe had a good point. But, but with all due respect. But yeah. with all due respect, I don't <laughs> think either one of those are proper. And right. then you can just kind of. Yeah. And I don't think there's any right answer. So let's start with Brad. What was the question? <laughs> I don't think it was a question. It was more of a topic. Today? I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I think there's, I definitely think there's way more opportunities to mm -hmm. do something on your own than there was, you know, 40 mm. years ago. So that's part of it. And. There's also a lot of kids now seeing 
like, you know, if you take it back down to that level, when you're growing up, thinking about what you want to be when you grow up, when we were kids, everybody was like, a, you know, like, oh, I want to be a policeman or I want to be yeah, a firefighter. firefighter. Or, want to be a policeman yeah exactly right now now you ask kids what they want to be and they're like i want to be a youtube star it's like different right and there's there's way more opportunity yeah i want to yeah i want to be a professional gamer in um i don't know if it's china or japan but one of the two they pay a gamer makes like 50 million dollars a year as a gamer like they make more than hollywood celebrities that's crazy yeah that's insane to me so yeah, I mean, for, for opportunity, uh, from an opportunity standpoint, there's way more opportunity to yeah. do something on your own, I believe, than you know when we were growing up. I think when we were growing up, it was more like building a business is how you were an entrepreneur. There, right. there was more of like from a brick and mortar standpoint, mm -hmm. where well, that was about, maybe less appealing to the masses. Right. It's all about uh, generating money and revenue now right so yes you get all these platforms and games are making money um you know like advertising is making money so there's so many there's so many more f ways of making money now that yeah the traditional i want to be a doctor i want to be a lawyer i want to be a firefighter mm -hmm. i want to be a cop whatever um is kind of the long way around now everybody wants to be instant famous mm -hmm. and just making yeah. the money so now you know kids gaming all day or an all night is you know seems to be all right for some people but you know so that was my answer how about you carlin you're next well you know when they say like people choose the easy path right so growing up i know with some of my girlfriends it was like well, what, what do you want to be, an actor, singer, dancer? And then one of my friends was like, well, I want to be a model because you don't have to memorize lines. You don't have to. You just stand there and you look away. <laughs> That's like, not true. A model can be true. an actress. Yeah, but like if all you're doing is standing and posing, right, you don't have to. It's really no. You sit Isn't there, that you let's, mundane? I, I think it could be. I, I think it obviously has changed a little bit. But I think you're going to get hate mail from models now. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. uh, well, that's what Instagram is, right? If you want to be a model, you just open up a page and do you, like, what do, do you do for a living? Do you feel I'm that they work Pardon? at all towards that or no? Well, sorry, what's the question? Do they work work towards that at all or no? Who, who work towards what? The Instagram models. Work towards being famous. famous. It has to be cognizant, I think. I think you have to have a plan. Yeah, you got to have a plan for there, it. Like, or yeah. are they just promoting their bodies? I think uh, it's promoting. Oh, you mean like you mean like? Do you have to put any work towards mm -hmm. it, or are you just taking pictures of mm -hmm. yourself? I think they got to put work to it for sure. Yeah. Makeup, getting the shot, changing in out of bikinis. That's not the work. That's not the work. Finding somebody to actually take the photo for you. There's a cost. There's a cost to their photo shoots as well. well yeah, yeah, that's right. If you're getting there's a professional photographer. Well, any of those gals. They but have I mean, a... this is what's crazy. We're all, you know, there's more power in this camera than a professional photographer back in the 1950s in a stupid little iPhone. Like, it's mm -hmm. crazy when you think about it like that. Pixelation's higher. You get better image resolution. It can, it's, anyway. It's I guess, expensive. Uh, yeah. The phones are getting expensive too. They're right. like $1,500 now at least. This one is $1,100. For a one. $1,100 is pretty damn expensive. More than a computer. Yeah. The thing that you're going to drop. I've replaced yeah. my screen like 
three times already. I know. Look at my screen. Uh, my screen. What do you call these protectors? Like if I didn't screen have the screen protector, protector on it. <laughs> <laughs> my screen. Uh, my well, screen. What do you call you know, these that thing protectors? That my screen. Yeah. That thing that What's protects my screen. What's it's it? broken. But I, I guess because uh, we danced around a little bit with the point, I really have difficulty staying on topic. But it does come down to... I, didn't, I never realized that. <laughs> no. No, not until you pointed it out, right? Just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think we have two important days in our lives. The day we were born and the day you decide what that we're dead. you're going to oh. give to the world and how you're actually going to contribute to society. Because if you think about it, what you guys have done as broker owners is... You're providing a service that people, it's not, it, I, I can't remember which real estate coach said it, but real estate, like this phone and this technology is never going to get rid of our jobs. It's almost impossible mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future anyway. So to be able to provide a service and open a brokerage, create the training, create the brick and mortar for people to A, recognize the brand, but also B, if you're walking down the street saying, you know, I decided I want to go buy a home today because as you know, it's a lot, there's so many moving parts in real estate that if you don't do this day in and day out, you need what service you guys have opened sure. your doors to. You need that service. Mm -hmm. It's not a want that service. You know, like I don't need Instagram in the sense that I don't need to see models and I don't need to see po po political stuff. You don't technically need that, but people need this. But you know what? on that topic uh i got five instagram accounts on my phone you have five yeah so there's my personal Dog? no there's my personal one there's this business there's <laughs> paper lantern, don't talk about jimmy like that there's on this podcast. <laughs> mine mm -hmm. and then there's another one mm -hmm. but it's Do just so overwhelming <laughs> that he's pretty secretive about that last one like i wouldn't know yeah i wouldn't I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't even be on yeah. it if I didn't have to be. Right. And don't you feel that you're handcuffed to it? Yeah, sometimes? I am. No. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to share. I don't want to share shit. So but then you shouldn't do it. But the problem is, it's a part of. It ties into your business. It ties into a business. It ties businesses. Into, yeah. And that's the mm. part of doing business. I understand that, but I then think it offers a platform. But then it's like you're handcuffed to it because. If you don't get on the platform and do what well, you have a choice, you're supposed to do. So there's a lot of people, even within our industry, realtors don't have Facebook, don't have Instagram. They just don't want to do it. That's you being survival of but the fittest. But I also understand the you want to compete of that getting hmm. uh, the reach. Yeah, the reach, the the recognition. So then, you're not handcuffed, then it becomes a choice of being no, successful. You're being handcuffed because you know that one, it works, and one, you got to stay in front of people, so and two. So that's like opening the doors you don't every wanna, morning. You don't technically want to do it, but you don't want to open the do doors it. every morning, but you have to do it. Yeah, I know, but so that's what I'm saying. That's like, no, that's a part of this whole Instagram model. It's a choice to open doors or not. Oh yeah, but I'm saying that you so, have to open the door. Well, then. It's not but a handcuff to it, want it because then it's a choice. No, because you, you don't have everything to. Is a, you don't have to start a, a business. Choice. What, what you're you don't have to do everything is a choice. Well, no, that's Obviously. what I'm saying. So it's not being handcuffed because you. If you well, go, to, if you go to jail as a criminal, they call it prison. Going in prison, 
you're actually forced. You don't have a choice. You don't want to go. Yeah, but if going. you want to be successful, right. you, you are kind of forced. Okay, so check this out. You got a big retirement. If you want to be then you make a choice to be successful. Yeah. No, so you got to... Uh, your handcuff, your, the golden handcuff to corporations is that you have a big retirement plan, you have a big salary or whatever, you got a choice to leave, but you're handcuffed to that job. So that's what I'm saying. No, but you're that's handcuffed only because you put yourself in the handcuffs. Not necessarily. The choice is not to go to that job. Well, the choice is because you're not handcuffed. Losing hundreds of thousands of dollars for an employee who is golden handcuffed to a company or more. Or, Maybe the money doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> money matters to if you have a business and money matters if you're going to work. Based on lifestyle. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so but that's that what I'm saying. No, if you're comfortable, you're, you have a choice to live that comfort. <clears throat> so you're saying you have the choice to give it all up and just... Be free. Well, Hippies. Well, yeah, but that's not it. Yeah, but I, I guess if you make I'm the assumption gonna... that you want to be successful, then you you're kind of handcuffed to it. to it. Which it goes back down to, like, what's the meaning of being successful? Well, okay, yeah. Now you're getting all philosophical. No, of not like at all. Success. <laughs> I'll give you an Instagram meme. Success is where home is. Picture a family. This is my success. Yeah, obviously. Home is where happiness is. Obviously, it is on one side, but you got to support that family <laughs> with, you know, income. And to do that, you got to do the things that you don't want to do. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying is it's a handcuff. And Carlin is breaking down. Are you making a line out of that? Yes, I'm trying. <laughs> you are? <laughs> it's an interesting concept, though, because I think we have more freedoms today than we've ever had mm -hmm. in that regard. So although I agree with some of the things you're saying, I don't totally agree with the handcuff analogy. Because back in the day, say like the Industrial Revolution, for example, when things were a little bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. If you worked for, you know, steel co-factory, whatever, it was almost like that you were sort of handcuffed to because the, the conditioning of human thinking back then is that this is what I have to do. We were being mm -hmm. very You're just lucky to have a job. Well, that's the same. Put your head down. Don't question it. Today, Shut up. But I, I, today, I think it's totally different. I think the human conditioning's totally changed. And you're not really essentially handcuffed to anything. No, I, I agree with all that. But I think I think the point that Jimmy was making is that if you make a decision to go into business and you want to be successful, it most likely requires that you have a presence on social media. And even if you right. don't really otherwise wouldn't be so, engaged in it, mm -hmm, it yeah. sort of forces you to be immersed in it i think there's some businesses to be out there that right. some businesses out there don't need it okay? no but if you steal if you own a steal don't you think if you have a, a, a business that's service oriented right. you definitely need, need yeah. to to be on social if media. you're manufacturing you're steel yeah for instance right um yeah you can have one but you know your it's vendors and stuff it's, it's not it's yeah it's not yeah. it's business to business right mm -hmm. and it would be nice to have one but it's not imperative that you have one. But if you're a retail or customer facing or any type of that 
type of business, it seems like if you don't have it, you don't get the reach. And the reason is because first thing is people's going to review you. They're going to say, does this company exist? Is it good? <coughs> Uh, yeah. are they are, are they posting on Instagram about their products and what they do and so you build trust through those posts yeah. and I would say that if you don't have it then that's business suicide it's not imperative those but parts. the other thing is the ones who don't have it are being left behind yeah yeah so so like say so yeah. adaptation then which that, doesn't come to being handcuffed well, kind of it's does. just running a good business because the world's shifting. I think you're. I think you're taking the semantics a little too far. No, <laughs> yeah. the handcuffing part of me. I think you're taking the, the semantics too far. That's but just a trigger word for you. It's just a trigger word for you. Can you tell me about your past? No, it's either. It's why either... that word triggers such an emotion in you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. It's, it's either you want to be successful or not, and the dynamics have changed. So what about you, someone like Warren Buffett, though? He doesn't, he doesn't need, have it. But he's all over social media without him being the one to post it. Right. He's a brand well, in itself. And yeah. people are pushing him to the he's next content. level. Right. He's content in itself. He like they, they, quote it. his, they, quote, they quote him, but social media is still driving him right. and his force. But his yeah. money is not made from being That was once upon a time, and he's an anomaly. Like you don't find everyday fellas coming around being Warren Buffett's. No, I know, but I'm saying like let's say if you were an investor as your job, you don't need an Instagram account. But the the real if fellas were... that are out there in the in the in front of the media, they have their Instagram accounts. They I have their Snapchats because they're probably trying to make money off of. Or their lack of ability to no, invest. Not, not, Which not necessarily. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen those videos? Check out my house. Mm. I got a Ferrari. Look at this house. If you're I a doctor, you don't need an Instagram account to drive right. your business. You want to be this rich? You don't buy my program. You've seen, <laughs> you seen the dentists make rap songs just to come to their what practice? Like dentists are right. making rap songs on social sure. media. Sure. Well, they're a service industry. Uh, yeah, they're service. But, but like if you're a, if to. you're a medical doctor, oh well, yeah, you do. Well, I mean, if like you if want to appeal and you want to be out there, that's mm. everybody. Then you, you need a heart transplant. No, it's not everybody. You need a heart transplant. Yeah, which means you're going to a heart surgeon, whether they have an Instagram account or not. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, go to this. Go to this heart surgeon. Have you seen his Instagram page? It's awesome. Yeah, you should like, see you what he does. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like no. What, how good did more, he do in school? How, how many surgeries has he done? How long did he intern? You know, like you're asking. Very specific questions. You're not going, oh, I need to go to his Instagram page and make sure that this doctor can per perform a heart transplant. <laughs> Although that might be kind of cool. It would be cool. You know, just to like, be like, Dr. hi, Pimples, I'm Dr. Whoever. Yeah, I love her. Sandra Lee. You know, she doesn't need it, but right. shit, she got famous from it. Yeah. Yeah. They would all be a, more, a little more famous. Yeah, but that's dermatology and looking good versus, oh, my God, I got to go do a heart transplant and save yeah. somebody's life. But well, wait, regardless. let me Any, get my Instagram you're not, out. Yeah. You're Any, not really anybody the consumer gonna, needing the heart transplant isn't really shopping that's around. Utilizing yeah. social media, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone that's utilizing social media with proper content is doing much better than the person that's not. But I think there's things that interest people and things that don't interest people. 
So then create good content. So that's the whole point even as being realtor. So the question would then be, I don't go to a realtor in the States or Australia or Europe to follow their Instagram or their Facebook page because... It's not applicable. Well, because it's boring, <laughs> right? Unless you're, like, unless you're looking in that vicinity. But even if you're looking in the vicinity, <clears throat> no, I, I'm not going to go with it. Okay, so check. The, so also on the same note, mm-hmm. if you had, uh, so if you're a realtor and you have an Instagram account, some agents post all their new listings and stuff like that on there. And then they post other listings and then they post open houses or whatever, but very little about them. Very little about mm. who they are, um, what the personality is like. Um, so they went to a course. To do you think that matters? I, yeah, I, I think that the curated content that is uh, professional and superficial mm. doesn't gain as much traction as if you were you. Like as a mm-hmm. realtor, your your Instagram account should be about you, about what you did that day. So people build that, you know, hey, I, I, I know Carlin. She went for coffee yesterday and somebody wrote her name wrong. <laughs> I don't know. And Those, then you you do you do it mostly about you, and then you sprinkle in. Yeah, and then you sprinkle it in. Yeah, that, years ago when social media was pretty new, back uh, when we used to have seminars at our. Remember the the um, the January um, trade show, mm. um, Crab Forecast trade show. Yeah, they used to do breakout s- sessions way back in the day. And uh, it was right around kind of the like the emergence of social media in real estate, and I always remember when going into this one session about having a business account for Facebook, and uh, or or any any you know utilizing social media for real estate. Mm-hmm. And the guy said that the best way to do it, and it's probably changed those standards since then, but back then, and I think it still holds true somewhat. He had said that um, the best way to 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 get traction, uh, and, you know, for your to drive business through your social media, is to really show who you are, and not focus so much on on you know listings that you have or properties mm-hmm. that you've sold. And he, he likened it to being like going to a a party, a dinner party, and walking around the room and being I sell real estate, I sell real estate. You want to buy a house? You want to, and that being kind of off putting. Whereas if you have conversations and share stuff about yourself and then find a way to be owned by the way, you know, kind of slip it in there. And I would say that that's still pretty true. I think the best way to dinner party, if you're going to go that route, would just be where wear a big name tag that says, I'm a douchebag realtor, (laughs) right? Like There you go. Conversation started. Right? Because I don't know. Out of the box. Yeah. Because there's nothing. So I remember... A few years ago, my friend Diana and I went bowling at National on 10th, on 10th there. And so we go to National Bowling and Diana was like, run, run. And I was like, what are we running from? And she, this was when she was going through the process of buying her house. And this realtor just annoyed her to the point where she couldn't even go bowling. Ooh. Well, he was stalking her? Horrible. She was. Or yeah. she was. Yeah. That's so tough. there's also That's that borderline, right, between how do you gain <laughs> the business and get people to trust you versus not being annoying douchebag realtor where it's like, I just need my next sale. I need to find my next client, my next client, right? Yeah, she's pointing at you. 
Yes, I'm pointing at you. <laughs> I was like, fell like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, she created a line over there with the sugar on the yeah. sour sucker. Oh, yeah. So with podcasts, can you like take pictures of stuff so people can see what's actually happening? Because mm-hmm. it's funny when you think about things in a word picture mm-hmm. versus like we're like sitting explaining. in a room and I see what's going on. But if someone's listening to this, they don't see that I've just broken apart a sour soother and created a line of To sugar. make a sugar line. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the beauty about podcasts, though. You think so? It's about the conversation. Yeah. Do you think it misses an element of uh, actual human connection? Well, like, that's why people started recording podcasts now, and then they put it up. Right. Are you going to do Which, that? Sorry. What? He's asking if you're going to snort that line of sugar. That's going to make you numb. <laughs> <laughs> Seen it in the movie. <laughs> Seen it in the movie. Nice. Yeah, that's where you saw it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I saw it in high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I inhaled the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, you know what's sad? You can't even, you can't even, can you, you cannot even cough or sneeze anywhere now? nowadays. Yes. Yeah, everybody, everybody whips their head around when yeah. you, yeah. And then, and, and then, then you they, feel obligated to be like, it's not COVID. It's an excuse. It's right. like, you know. And the fact that you have to say that. Don't worry. It's not COVID. Yeah. I got yeah. tested. Don't worry. Yeah, I just had something yeah, caught in my throat. Just caught yeah. my throat. I do that so people move out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> like, the wor- this is the worst for people with allergies. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. Sneeze, and everyone's like, ooh. It's like the instant judgmental. What do you? Yeah. And you know what's so uh, where things I think that have gone wrong with this whole mask thing is that people can have legitimate um, health issues and so they can't wear a mask. Right. And yet everybody is jumping to conclusions and giving mm-hmm. the person who's not wearing a mask a hard time. Right. Fucking anti-masker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, like it's gone too far where totally. you gotta, you gotta understand that like somebody might not be able to wear that. And there's a lot of reasons for that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, like I've heard stories of, um, uh, you know, somebody might have, uh, uh, you know, PTSD or mm-hmm. they might sure. have uh, or something along those lines mm-hmm. that's not maybe physical, mm-hmm. but it's actually a mental thing right. that you can't, that you can't actually just, just wear that. And people got to respect that though. You know what I mean? And I think it's getting a little crazy because everybody says, like the, they jump to conclusion about, hey, you know, you douche, you're supposed to wear a mask. Well, like, oh, I have a severe. I guess you don't mind killing old inhaler. people, right? Yeah, that's what's crazy about it. And here's my theory on it: I don't believe in the masks. Why? I, maybe I'm not allowed to say that or whatever. Why? You can have that opinion. It's not that I. Yeah, anybody can have their own opinion. Yeah, obviously, COVID's real. It's a virus. So SARS was HNN1. If you look back on well, all of these other vis- viruses. Because they're saying masks are supposed to stop the spread. And one thing that I will say about Calgary and Calgarians, reduce the the spread. But I would say for the most part, if I'm to make up a statistic, if I go through Superstore or Costco or if I go through a mall, I would say 98 to 99% of people in this city wear the mask and are respectful. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wear it even though I don't think I should or anybody should have to wear it because it's supposed to stop the spread. So if that is the case, since when the illness first came out and mm-hmm. all it was March 15th is when the first lockdown happened. Right. 
and send, and then they open up the economy saying, okay, now we have to wear these masks mm -hmm. to stop the spread. Mm -hmm. So if people are wearing the masks, how are we having more of a spike than we were back in March when we weren't wearing masks? Because to me, there's a strict correlation between it working and not working. So if the masks work and we're having a higher spread and 90 let's just call it 99% of Calgarians are wearing yeah. the mask. That to me is clear evidence that this mask doesn't do anything. So the explanation that they had behind that mm -hmm. um, is when Thanksgiving rolled around, um, when you're at home and when you have people over, mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to wear the mask because you're at home, right? Right. So when people came over and you were in close quarters at home and you were celebrating Thanksgiving or having people over on the weekends or whatever it might be, that's when the spread happened. <clears throat> that's yeah. And so that was the, one of the primary reasons why they stopped the gatherings at home, which half of me don't agree with that scenario. Mm -hmm. But um, but that's where they, they said that the spread came from. And it wasn't from grocery stores and it wasn't from restaurants. It wasn't from going out and it wasn't from those types of things. So that was the explanation that was provided. Yeah. And then do you guys feel like half of the fear mongering too? Because uh, let's just say I know people who ha get the slightest tickle in their throat mm -hmm. or they sneeze. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking minor, minor, minor. Mm -hmm. I have to get tested for COVID. Yeah. That's what's causing this uproar. Yeah. Multiple testing. You already had COVID, yeah, and you get tested three weeks later. You still have it. Well, the test positivity rate is like also in, under question, right? Like people are questioning whether or not it's actually mm -hmm. as accurate as interesting. Like they're giving a lot of like false negatives or like yeah, false positives. False a lot positives, of false, sorry, false positives. Yeah. Are you personally scared of it? No. Do you find yourself limiting yourself from human interaction because of it? Me personally, no, but I am limited because... Of others? Of others, yeah. Of society, yeah. Yeah, and I get it. Like, we have to be cautious because it clearly affects the elderly more yeah. than the younger. And then I saw this amazing meme that came out. I love memes because they pretty much, <laughs> like, in a very simplistic <laughs> manner, determine whether, you know, the, 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 the human condition of things. It's like parents will do anything to protect their offspring. Right. So the elderly would do anything to protect us. But then you get this younger generation, these jerks like me, who are like, I don't want to wear a mask. You know, I don't, I don't want to protect the elderly. Mm. Right. So it's it is that full reversal. Let's of... clarify. Let's actually since we're on here, let's clarify the fact that we're actually sitting very far apart. So let's say we're actually social distance. Yeah. And, and we're wearing I have masks. Never been I would this far from I would <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> Social distancing is it's, a far more effective measure than masks, right. in uh, my, really? my non-medical opinion. Okay, well, what if, see, I would think mask would generally help because... Sure, but I think social distancing is the thing that helps help the most. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I For think sure. that masks sometimes can create a scenario if where you, you have a false sense of protection. Yeah, if you wear a mask and you're too close to somebody yes. because you have a false sense of protection, yeah... Whereas if you were social distanced, then there's very... Yeah, if you were social distancing yeah, and had a mask, that's probably the best yeah, thing you could do. Way. What? Yeah. This is not protecting anybody. No. Well, you see that meme about peeing? Yes, I was going to mention that, Jimmy. That makes total sense to me. That's what logical. Was it, what does it mean? What's the meme? Uh, well, 
Shit, can you describe it? Yeah, for yeah. Okay, well, there's, there's, okay, so there's three pictures. I'll describe it. How about it. the three of you get up and show I'll me how this it works? So that the audience knows oh, the which room's not big meme oh. I'm talking about. So there's three pictures, right? Yes. There's uh, two men. One's naked. Both of them are naked, naked from the pants. They're wearing no pants, okay? If one person pees onto the other person, you're getting full fledged peed on, right? Yeah. Now, if the second picture is the per- one guy is wearing pants and the other guy is not, the guy who's not wearing pants is now peeing on the guy who's wearing pants, right? The okay. guy wearing pants is now soaked Makes in pee. Sense. Now, two guys, both guys are wearing pants and the guy who's peeing is just peeing, peeing in his pants himself. and he's peeing on himself. So it's not getting onto right. the other guy. That makes complete sense to me if you compare that to a mask. I wish I knew the medical like clause behind that because then that to me, peeing and breathing are different things. They're like one is actual liquid, it's well, a liquid, like, it's right? Like you're, but when you're but breathing, sneezing. sneezing. So a sneeze, Water yeah, but then. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes Talking, a question of the effectiveness of, when you speak of the moistly to stop the, the particles right. from transferring. Yeah. Right. So you stop the particles from actually going anywhere further than your mask. Right. No. So you can speak moistly all you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know. one is a direct projectile. Oh, yeah. Where mm. we're talking, unless you are sneezing or coughing or something of that nature. Well, you can talk and, and then you can actually spit on them. Right. So you, I find it, I get the analogy, but I also, you can't compare apples to sugar cane. They're different. You well, can't compare breathing to pissing. Well, I guess apples do. I mean, it kind of makes the same sugar, thing. But... I mean, there's a barrier. Yeah, but I think I think the one thing that they're not really addressing in that meme is that you're, you're making an assumption then that, that there's a high level of effectiveness of, of a mask stopping particles. And I think that's in question. Mm-hmm. That would be an unknown. I think the mask is a decoy. So what? going back, sorry. <laughs> For the conspiracy, the Great Reset, the great, reset. Yeah. great Reset. We talked about that on the last but podcast, a, did we? A not? little bit. This well, we conspiracy. did a little bit. I love TikTok, so I love masks. I support them. I like them because it keeps my face warm during winter. That's true. I seriously thought I wear that. them outside. That's a new outside. fashion statement. So, but this is half. Like, so, going back to the cruise ship thing. So, um, which, which, what was the last illness? The one that. Uh, was it, SARS? it wasn't it no, wasn't H1N1. SARS. was it H1N1? H1N1 yeah yeah that was like in whatever 10 years ago yeah so i was on a cruise ship at the time that had the first cruise ship case of hn h1n1 i don't i is it h1 i'm gonna have to go back and remember the name of it because i don't believe it was h1n1 regardless just let's just swine call flu. it uh no was it wasn't it? swine yeah. or maybe it was swine yeah, flu swine flu h1n1 yeah so I was on the first cruise ship in Australia at the time that we were carrying four positive passengers with swine flu. But that one wasn't as, um, the r not value wasn't as high. Right. But I guess the point I'm trying to make with the bamboozlement of what media puts out to the public versus oh, yeah. what's actual what's actually happening in physical reality, because at the time... The doctor, the senior doctor on the ship, he was a heart surgeon back in Scotland. His name is Colin Cameron. 
and he just overstressed of being a heart surgeon in Scotland came on he's like this is the best job for someone who needs to decompress as a doctor because the ship's medical facilities aren't there to perform surgeries they they have enough medical equipment to keep somebody alive till they get to the next mm-hmm. port of call to mm-hmm. offload them to a hospital You're like a they, first aid guy essentially yeah in a way but they they, they definitely sure. have equipment mm-hmm. for that not a paramedic like for doctors and oh, proper yeah, nurses okay. to use or whatever so we we had lunch club with Colin, and this is swine flu, four confirmed. So two two kids got on the cruise ship that were confirmed positive and then gave it to two of the youth staff. So they were quarantined on the ship and everything. I guess the point is, to cut a very long story short, so if it just doesn't get too out of control, yeah, is that far there? Even. Yeah, the he's story's like, I'm so out of here. He's like, like, this is bitch, boring. I'm done. It's like, fuck. done. Power off. Um, (laughs) is so we had helicopters planes because when we talk about being quarantined out in a ship and how bad that was seven days bobbing in and out of brisbane because we weren't allowed to in sydney we weren't allowed to melbourne Mm -hmm. they weren't allowing us in brisbane australia was not allowing us to go anywhere Mm -hmm. and i was the art director on the ship at the time and so part, as an art director, you're part of the senior committee. So you have like captains, staff captains, and being an art director, because you do art auctions, you're very visible to passengers and crew amongst the ship. So we had these meetings at lunch with Colin. And so what the media was saying versus what was actually happening, we knew there was four confirmed cases. That's it. Mm-hmm. Four. This was a vessel of 680 passengers. So a much smaller ship at the time. And... The media was saying that half, half, yeah. 340 people on board confirmed mm-hmm. the lies. And I'm sitting there because we have satellite access. We're getting Australian news and the news is saying. They're lying. Yeah. That the reason we're not allowed into port. So that from that day forward, that's when I stopped watching news because I was like, wow, it's to me. I that was like, the day you were red pilled. That's the day yeah. I was red-pilled. Yeah. I agree with the media scenario because the moment we were talking about, and Farn says this all the time, we were talking about terrorism, terrorism, Taliban, terrorism. That was all that was covering the news at a certain point, and that was what's important to the world because the news was mm-hmm. covering it. Now with um, this pandemic, that's all that's being talked about okay. every day, and so that's what's important to the world. Once the vaccine comes out and the news start to like stops talking about this, we're never going to hear about this. Yeah, uh, like as much as we are now, and everything's going to probably go back to normal. Totally. Um, I agree that I think a part of that is that because news is driven on like eyeballs, right? Like mm-hmm. how many people are viewing mm-hmm. this? So you got to get the headlines and you got to get like... It's so narrative get, driven it's, and it yeah, never used to be. It's all narrative, exactly. Well, maybe it wasn't and, at all as obvious as it is yeah. now. Yeah. And I I mean, and I still got, I see, you know, you see both sides of the story and like even now that they're talking about how many people are in the, uh, in the ICU and how many people are in hospital because of the, because of this mm-hmm. virus, you know, there is a question that like, there is no, like, I can't get it. There's no answer, readily answer, ready answer to that is because, for instance, if you had pneumonia, and I think we talked about this, if we had pneumonia, if you had pneumonia before, mm-hmm. it's 
pretty bad. Like、mm. you could get laid up for days on end, and you,、yeah. it's awful. But you never think to yourself, "Shit, I gotta go to the hospital." Right. Right. So when you get COVID,、mm-hmm. and I'm hearing, you know what? It, it's it's.、Uh, I understand that it can kill people、yep. with pre-existing conditions or whatever, and some people don't feel anything.、Mm-hmm. But it's because the news is talking about, and I, I I believe this is my own personal opinion, is that because the news is talking so much about it and putting so much aware、uh, awareness around it, and、mm-hmm. part of that is the fear mongering that you're talking about. People get sick, and rightfully so. Maybe they're getting sick fairly badly,、mm-hmm. but instead of Getting the flu that people used to ride it or, out at home or pneumonia,、yeah. they get some medicine, whatever. They ride it out. They stay at home because they're not afraid of dying. So then now, you get all these people going to the hospital to say,、yeah. "Hey, I got COVID." And of course, you're going to be admitted, and of、mm-hmm. course, they're going to take care of you、mm-hmm. because you are sick, and the we don't know what's going to happen to that person.、Mm-hmm. So, hospital cases are up because I think. Partly of that, and、yeah. because of the news.、Yeah. But interesting,、um, also because of this, what's happened this year, and how it's changed, what kind of traffic we have in hospitals. I saw an interesting article that cancer、uh, diagnoses are down twenty percent in Canada this year,、Easy. compared to last year. Oh, yeah. Which is bad because that means people、away. are going. They're not going to get checked. To get checked. Yeah. And what kind of What kind of impact is that going to have down the road for people、yeah. that otherwise in other years would have had early、mm-hmm. diagnosis and had it treated? So there's, I think there's a a lot to think about when you think of that, and it goes back to that saying that the cure can be worse than the disease,、mm-hmm. and a lot of the measures that we're taking. I like that. Are. That's yeah, a good saying. I made that up. <laughs> <No> . <laughs> No, but it's true,、yeah. right? Like, you,、yeah. I think that we get so caught up in the media narrative, at, and you know, and the fear that's being pushed that we're we're just abandoning other checks and balances in life that normally we、mm-hmm. wouldn't. So then, I, I've had a few people debate me on this, and I like a good debate, and I like being agreeable, but I love being disagreeable because anytime you're disagreeable. When there is eternal tension, there tends to be a snap somewhere that creates a new beginning of something. So the idea that, so, and who knows what the actual numbers are? This is this is the scary part because if someone was actually documenting, like, how come there's no flu this year?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything gets tied into COVID、right? for for the death counts for sure, and, and there's、crazy. a lot of reasons for that. There's political、yeah. reasons. There's funding reasons for hospitals. Right. They get more money. I, I mean, I don't want to say that I know all this stuff for certain, but I've definitely read things that have suggested that hospitals get more money for reporting COVID deaths than normal、too. death.、Mm, heard it. Read an article about a doctor、mm-hmm. that said that's not true. Yeah, but I don't know. But I've also heard many doctors say that it is it's true. true. But what about this whole scenario about the flu? The it's not as contagious, and now with all the precaution that people are putting in because of COVID, that the flu actually can't be transferred as easily、mm-hmm. as COVID, and so the numbers are yeah. down. So, yeah. Who knows? No- it, who it knows? All, to me, like if if two and two doesn't make four, there's no. It's like a two. There's, you know, so, like so, it's math is real. Like that's for sure. I think that's the only thing 
like you can see the sun the sun is real the math is real if you can add two and two to make four then then that's that's a fact and i think that's the difficult thing is there aren't any facts a lot that surround what people are saying it's just people even myself included right we everyone has an idea everyone has Mm -hmm. can think whatever they want but i guess the point i was trying to make before and i'm really not good at getting to points is so we've spent billions of dollars decimated (laughs) economies around the world by trillions of dollars for and i and I, i people are like they might say I'm a jerk or I'm an asshole or I'm unfeeling. For a virus that has a 99.9% success rate, you know, if you survival rate rate, that like there's the, the starvation deaths in the world are like over 9 million people a year die Mm -hmm. of starvation. And so why don't we, instead of putting billions of dollars into, to this, why don't we spend billions of dollars feeding buying bags of rice curing and world hunger and, yeah. and curing world hunger like that to hunger. me that that to me that's the definition of insanity of of the human condition that we're 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 getting all, everyone's getting their panties in a twist over not even a million deaths and uh, again is death horrible yeah but guess what you're going you're going you're going i'm gonna die we're all gonna die doesn't matter when doesn't matter we're all going to die end of story so whether how you go, whether it's something awful like cancer or Parkinson's or multiple sclerosis or, you know, anything, starvation, mm-hmm. people people die. So when people say, you're, you're such a jerk, you're unfeeling, and what about all those people that lost somebody to, to COVID? It's like, okay, well, what if, let's, let's go past COVID. Let's go pre-COVID. What about the people who died of the flu in 2018, 17, 16, 15? People mm-hmm. die of the flu. Mm-hmm. So again, for me, my big problem with it, not that it needs to come to that, but it bothers me. It bothers me that people's livelihoods are also not taken into consideration over, you know, under a million people dying, which is nothing comparison to people dying of heart disease, people dying of starvation, people dying of cancer, people dying of getting hit by a car, people dying in car accidents. Like, the well, numbers the to me is, is what drives me crazy. The problem is that uh, we only deal with what's at hand. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's such a web of interactions between we should do this or we could have done this to address this. But the fact is that this thing came up and this is what everybody's addressing. So they focus everything on this. But the implications of what addressing this one issue is mm-hmm. um, there's so many different facets that it affects and what we could have done with the money like you talked about or what we could have done to maybe make a better economy and not put everybody in debt um, or how mm-hmm. they can address it or whatever it is but I think that it was like it's all hindsight it's all hindsight and it's so, so short-sighted yeah. because we had to deal with what was an unknown in the moment. So, and I agree with that. So let let me ask you, uh, I'll ask Farhan because uh, I think he probably has an answer for this. Um, Mm -hmm. With over the course of last year, we've definitely lost a certain amount of freedoms, uh, whether it's short-term or long-term. I think that some will argue that that's debatable. Do you see, do you see, things going back to pre-COVID normal ever? 
for him? Or no. do you do you, you think there's always going to be a level of? I think that's going to your take... microphone is now turned sideways. <laughs> I think it's going to take years to come if it ever goes back to normal. And the reason for that is because when you adapt to this new norm, it's very difficult to go back from doing this. Yeah. It's just a natural thing. Whether you're I'm to the audience. People think totally twice before right. giving you people you've known for years and have always greeted with a hug. There's a weird pause now a lot of times. So, so the love is there, but the mm -hmm. natural reaction to doing this to open up a door. So he's tucked his gonna, hand under his sleeve to open a door. That's so not gonna know leave. what he's doing. Yeah. That's not gonna leave. And like the masks might leave because people just don't yeah. Because so it's not they, natural. They just don't want it. Yeah. But the natural thing of washing your hands, sanitizer, and constantly but being you know conscious what? of somebody's mm -hmm. presence. But those are less. Weird. Those are less of a a freedom strip to more of a, a social conditioning. I hugged or Carlin. A choice. I hugged Carlin this morning. Yeah. And it's more of a. Is it all good? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, I mean. that's gonna happen. There's a little and weirdness. That's gonna, that's gonna be there for years to come. Mm. When lockdown's over, that's not disappearing. But I think that uh, in the middle of that, um, people will be more likely to wear masks when they are sick, when they're going out, just the just the cold or the right. flu or something. I think that's just like Asian, like yeah, a lot of the Asian countries. Yes. Um, they do that because mm -hmm. they have like a different view on culture. I think. You totally. know, they are uh, very holistic, hey, let's protect each other type of thing. So when you go to Japan, everybody's wearing masks when, they, when they're sick or yeah. when they don't want to spread. Yeah, it. at any given time, there's like so maybe we're gonna 50 see a lot percent of, of the people out there wearing masks. Yeah. I mean, I, I, going forward, I'd say I would do that. You know, if I had the cold or if I had something, I would probably put on a mask. And if I went to the grocery store or something, I probably would do that. So yeah. a lot of that is going to go, but I think there's going to be some remnants of some of these changes that are going on. I think sand yeah. sanitizer is here to stay. I, I love think that. more and more people are going to be using it. But then there's an argument about breeding superbugs, but that's for another time because we are hitting two, uh, one and a half hour Damn. right now. It goes by so quick. <laughs> but um, I but yeah. flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think those are, the, I, for me, so again, working on a cruise ship, I, I, my first cruise ship contract was in 2000. Going into the buffet line, you had to freaking sanitize your hands. They don't let you into the buffet without sanitizing your hands. Really? Yeah. Just because you're on a cruise? Yeah. You? Oh, Princess Cruises, yeah. So they, like, you the, as the horizon. The staff or? No, the people. So they Just would have, on. so they would have <laughs> somebody standing outside of Horizon Court which is the buffet line and they would have a crew member that would stand at the buffet and mm. they sanitized your hands before you walked into the buffet line. And so would make sense. I'm used to that. On so a cruise, cruise that makes ships. sense. You can't yeah. afford to have you can't afford somebody uh, get outbreak. Yeah. yeah, because the norovirus is the biggest one. All that dirty ass yeah. shit they're doing that night totally. on cruises. Hey. <laughs> I've yeah. never ever had to do that. Which, which line did you cruise with? Norwegian, the dirty line. Yeah. See, so princess. I was with Princess. No, so like... I've been on like 12 cruises. And then in the more recent years, like especially when Royal Caribbean went Oasis and um, the Allure, these these vessels that hold like almost 7,000 passengers, 
bef- they they've now actually built into the into the buffet lines like to go to the buffet you have to walk through a hand washing station interesting weird and this is before makes sense this is before what year 2000 well i started in 2000 and like it has always been crucial on a cruise ship with sanitization (laughs) on the ships that i've been on so it's a to me i think these are all positive things right (laughs) i was on some dirty boats (laughs) yeah so yeah i think a lot of positive things have come out of it from that those hedonism cruise lines you jimmy this is like desensitized because before covid if i was walking around with this mask on Oh yeah, people will be looking at you like, "What the, the hell is you doing?" Yeah, what's up with that? Totally. Yeah. I, yeah, but now after, if we don't have to wear it and I'm sick, put the mask on. No one questions it. They're just like, yeah. "Oh, it's okay." So that plus the just the idea of general hygiene. Mm-hmm. When like I was talking about this with my sister the other day, when we came in from playing outside, because this is how my grandma was, so my mom was the same. You're not allowed to sit down at the dinner table until you wash your fucking hands. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, kids right, coming from outside. Today, they, I, that was friends, always right before pre-COVID. Like, but I would say, don't you think within the last few generations? Like, I would say, do you guys with your kids <laughs> do they go outside to play? And is that the first sort of like I don't know if it's Nazi a, thing that you? See yeah, I don't think it. I don't know if it's that. You have to sit on the table. You have to go wash your hands because definitely, I definitely wash your hands before you come eat supper. That was that's like just definitely. always been a, a a rule in the house. Like we didn't have water when we were growing up. <laughs> yeah, no, Rain knows how to wash her hands because she I has to that. do that before she eats or You anything. guys have those rules? Because I I know people where though I've never, like the last time I've heard a parent or somebody say to their kids, sit down, like before you come and eat your dinner, go wash your hands. I can't remember the last time I heard anybody say that. Yeah, like I, I, I would yell to the kids that supper's are okay, kids, supper's ready, wash your hands, you know, or come, you know. Come sit at the table. Wash your hands. Come sit at the table. Yeah, we always have. And you do too, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Do you do that with your kid, Farhan? Nope. Or, or it's when one of our dirty ass kids comes out of the bathroom, I'll say often, "I didn't hear anybody washing hands in there." Right. Or a toilet flush. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just all normal. We're no. dirty ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you can speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm clean as a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> With the beard trimmer. Yeah. Crabs yeah. are not clean as a whistle. <laughs> Can you get crabs if you... Can if you get crabs crying? on your face? Can you get what? Can you get what? If you had a... I guess if you had facial hair, you could, right? Yeah. Can you get crabs on your have, face? Yeah. I don't know. I've never had a beard. Can't grow one. Never had crabs. Not sure. <laughs> I've never had crabs, even though Farhan seems to think that I have... <laughs> Why do they call it crabs? Because I, I think they I are crabs. No, they're not they crabs. Like little animals that climb on your feet. Yeah, but like, do they look like a crab, or is it just like? Yeah, they're like little mini crabs. Are really? Let's I didn't see. know that. I'm gonna Google it. I don't want to see what like comes up. I don't want to see what comes up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think I'm it's time cr- to end yeah. this sure because it is getting a little bit ot. We've had a ton of time, ton More of fun. More than enough time. Do you time. edit this? Had a Ton of fun is what I'm trying to say. Very, very little you. editing. Um, I didn't write down a single time to edit, so this is going on as is. Damn. That's cool. You know, it's funny because in some ways, don't you think like, shut up, Farhan. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You didn't have to say anything. Your body language said it all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. 
never mind. No, keep going. No, no, I was joking. No, you weren't. No, I was joking. No. <laughs> okay, no, I, I got, since this is unedited yeah. and it's going on as is, here's your chance, Carlin. Is there anything that you want to say that you think that you could get Jimmy to edit? No, I, I, at the end of the day, this is, I guess That's as a it. realtor, this is, would be my only fear because I, as you know, I'm quite vulgar. I speak very freely, but I do know with all the different types of personalities and personality types that are out there that you do have to be more cautious what you say, how you say it. You know, like if you're dealing with somebody like an engineer, like mm -hmm. show up to a listing presentation with graphs and numbers and right. But if you're going to show up to a listing presentation with somebody like an architect, you want to be a little bit more colorful in terms of your presentation. Mode. So you're always going to continue being someone you're not. Oh, you could. No, you it's could, not being someone you're not. I think it's being respectful to your audience. You could be who yeah, you are. To, yeah, you can to cater to your audience. Right. Of course. You could be who you are and so cater to your audience. Sell any real it's difficult. Stuff. Yeah. So sometimes when I, t I, I'm an open book. So sometimes I think like talking the way that I do about sexual things and personal stuff that it's, uh, you know, you wonder if it does turn people off or if they're like, oh, oh, it's a me. turn on you know girl. I mean? Well, I don't know. I don't know. If that's... <laughs> Tell me. I think, uh, <laughs> I think most successful people are, uh, they are who they are. Yeah. And they don't quite have that. As much of a um, as much of a filter, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're not gonna go and take an acceptance speech and maybe talk about your scrotum, yeah. But <laughs> you know, but you still be silky and so there's some hulky. sort of hulky. there's yeah. some <laughs> sort of uh, you know, yeah, um, cognizance of like who your audience is, but yeah. in all of that, you like people who are still who they are always makes the better relationship, right. Most successful people don't, don't give a talk fuck. To, loud to Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't like loud noises. Those are the notes that I have from. Today. So now you're gonna come in. You're that's gonna that's what true. she came out of from this <laughs> that's podcast. Yeah, that's what she. What the hell? Loud noises. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy doesn't like loud noises. <laughs> it's true though. Things change when you get older. Take More note, Anne. Right? Take note. That was just one story, Carmen. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't like loud noises. That's literally the only thing she has written how do you, down. How, how, how do you even stand me? Gosh, I am with just a loud noise. I'm going to pass well, this message to Anne. <laughs> you can't put your mask on over your headphones. Yeah. Uh. Nervous giggles. But anyway, okay. Thank you for coming. He's Thanks like, for the conversation. You know how much I love you guys. Well, we love you first. First. You ever want to ask me about changing brokerages? Not. <laughs> Why would we even happen. ask you? Why would even such bring up irrelevant a topic that's questions? Like irrelevant. Yeah. Wow, that was weird. Funny because I guess yeah, that would be. Do you think that would ever even happen? No, I don't. Because you always want to be out of a wheelchair, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Say that in my face. Say I'm staring at you right I now. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nice. No, but I love that you guys as a brokerage do that and uh, and do things like this. I like uh, how you guys treat those who come through the doors here. It's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's very kind. Yeah, some women sitting inside have never ever been All accepted that and anywhere. All sick-ass fee structure. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, that's good too, right? Yeah. Thank you, and it was fun. Yeah, that and was say, fun. Goodbye to our audience for now. I feel like you're holding back a little bit today, Carl. Pick but, us up in the new yeah. year. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.